A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins. And this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. As important as choosing the right destination when traveling is choosing the right travel partner. Gene! Gene Fodor! Gene was wounded! But be careful. Because the worst trips result when two partners have two different agendas. The CIA really need your help, Gene. Freeze, Americano! Gene, run! Listen to Fodor's Guide to Espionage on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Tomorrow's Monsters is a production of iHeartRadio, Flynn Picture Company, Psychopia Pictures, and Upper Room Productions. Monday, March 27, 0800 hours. Test subject 003B. Tomorrow, Jessup. We are currently at 218 hours without sleep. Patient reporting agitation and lack of focus several hours sooner than the last dose. How are you feeling? Uh, tired. Coming down, I think. Any side effects since last night? Uh, a little uh, ringing. In my ear. Which one? So, the left ear. Anything else? Mood swings? Are you upset? No. But you were crying. Why are you crying? Just emotional. The voices, too. Voices? Yeah. Have you talked to Dr. Berkeley about that? Shut up. I'm not going to tell you that. Excuse me? No, um... No, 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 not, not... Let me call Dr. Berkeley. Don't, I don't need your shrink. Sorry? I'm fine, really, I'm fine. Okay. And you haven't been feeling ill? No. Physically ill? Look... Can we get on with it and dose me already? We can do the dog and pony show some other time, yeah? It's important to collect these data points I'm, before... I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just need the fog to go away. 
All right. All right. For the record, this is round 13 with dosage of two full exposures, 62.5 PRF, five seconds each. Eyes forward, deep breath. Ready? Yes. Here's exposure one. Keep breathing, Tamara. Tamara? Tamara! (laughs) Okay. That was exposure one. Patient is responsive. Heart rate spiked to 200, but seems to be stabilizing. Okay. Let's go through the questions. What was your first thought? (laughs) Red balloons. What did you smell? Cut grass. Any tingling? Feet are asleep. In phase two. Breathe deep. Let the blood get back to your head. I don't remember starting that one. I went deep that time. Ready for exposure two? Yes. Okay. And three, two, and... Dose number 13 administered. Tamara? Shit. Tamara! Would you like me to go online to determine location? No, stay offline. Just tell me the last mile marker we passed. Mile 135. 28 miles west of Eureka, Nevada. Anything else I can help with? Yeah, pull over. Okay, pulling over. For safety, please keep your seatbelt on until I come to a complete stop. It's January. January 7th, 6.25 a.m. Everywhere I look, I see monsters and ghosts. Headlights in the rear view. Feels like everyone is out to get me. I haven't seen any drones in a while, though. At least there's that. One of the benefits of taking back roads. Less chances for me to get tagged by facial recognition or motion ID. I'm using old analog paper maps. My father taught me to use them instead of virtual maps when you need to stay off the radar, which is exactly what I have to do. I'm also avoiding all major interstates and cities, which makes me harder to track. But it will take longer. It's the best chance I have to make it across country to Arlington, Virginia, without getting caught. At least the scenic sun is coming up now and sagebrush for days. This drive... You know, it's the first chance I've had to think, to put all the pieces together in my head. I wasn't sure where to begin, but now I know. Let me play you something. 
This is Dr. Cassandra Berkeley. It's Sunday, June 16th, session three, subject Max Fuller. Okay, let's revisit the lake, the frozen lake. I don't see why we need to dwell on that. Let's... Close your eyes. Okay. Good. A deep breath. Good. Now, you are there. Tell me what you see. Not what you remember, but what you see. A boy. Where is the boy? He's lying flat on a thin sheet of ice cracking beneath him, spreading his arms and legs out as wide as possible. He's taking slow, shallow breaths. He's trying to distribute the weight evenly so he doesn't fall through the ice. This He's struggling is Max. To remain lifeless. Max Fuller. Any small motion. This is an excerpt from his psychiatric session. I've been listening to it, plunge him into the icy darkness looking for new clues. He's praying for someone to, to see him out there, to see him before it gets dark. And what does he want? Most of all? He wants his father. Now it's true. This actually happened to Max Fuller when he was a child. I know because he told me one night, hires a kite on his own product. This is a blueprint for madness. This is how monsters get made. My name is... Jack. Jack Locke. I'm not a journalist, so the telling of this may be a little disjointed. I'm not a neuroscientist or a bioengineer, though I almost was once. And so I can offer some perspective in that regard. So who am I? Other than a thief, uh, an addict, a con man, a conspirator. And I'm nothing, man. A nobody. Now, despite this, I'm asking you to believe exactly what I'm going to tell you. You may know Max Fuller, but you probably have no idea what kind of man he really is. But you need to know, it is vitally important that you know that the world knows who Max Fuller really is and that he may be responsible for the single greatest spike in human evolution since the dawn of mankind. It hasn't happened yet, but always about to. You see, Max Fuller's work is going to change the world. And we need to stop him at all costs. All right, but I'm getting ahead of myself, I know. I need to catch you up because I don't have much time left. And several people are already dead. We have some breaking news in southwest Oakland right now. A death investigation. Well, a woman's is body was found this morning in an apparent suicide. Officers have been confirmed, confirmed as of yet to be a homicide investigation. We're trying to determine how this man fell some 13 stories to his death. As soon as we have more information, we'll bring it to you. Some of them died of apparent suicides. Or within three months of completing the first clinical trial of Max Fuller's human enhancement products. Of course, this is a connection the cops never made, or maybe were not allowed to. Coincidentally, around that time, Max Fuller's startup, NextCorp, was ordered to temporarily suspend testing by the Human Enhancement Administration for violating safety protocols. 
It was legally at least a minor infraction. Disappointed that the HEA has chosen to penalize NextCorp, but in good faith we will openly welcome the investigation and will further continue to comply with HEA, DEA, and FDA guidelines as we develop our product pipeline. We welcome the product pipeline that Max Fuller is referring to is his entire menu of mind apps. The sort of software platform that feeds directly to the human brain, reprogramming our neural code and allowing us to author ourselves and enhance our existence in ways that were previously unimaginable. Creating what Max Fuller calls his human 2.0. Well, you know, no one's ever thinking, what are the side effects? Not just for the individual, what are the repercussions for civilization when we give corporations direct access to our fucking brains? At what point are we no longer just consumers? At what point do we become their product? You know one thing, even though they never stop testing these mind apps, it's not too late. It's not too late to stop what Max Fuller started. But of course, I need to get to him first. And I'm almost out of time. Jenna? Hello, Jack. Let's go. Please buckle your seatbelt. A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabrielle Collins. And this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Colin Bridgerton has returned from his travels abroad. Is betrothal written in the stars for The Eligible Bachelor? Meanwhile, the ton is reverberating with speculation of who holds Lady Whistledown's pen. We're discussing it all. I sit down with Nicola Coughlin, Luke Newton, Shonda Rhimes, and more to offer an exclusive peek behind the scenes of each episode of the new season. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, 
Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's reality podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring bit. out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Max Fuller, everybody. Imagine getting a third more out of life. 33% more time. Our greatest resource, greater than energy, food, air, anything really, is simply time. Time to do the things you really care about. And I'm not talking about living longer. No, I'm talking about living better. Fuller. Imagine a world that never sleeps. Literally. Thomas Edison did. And so did my father. And we've been up to something very special at Next Corp. A secret project called... Shut up. Secret until now. It's a safe application with one very simple benefit. You never have to sleep again. Max Fuller has been developing these technologies for over a decade. Now it should be pointed out these sorts of efforts have been going on for the vast bulk of human history. Indigenous cultures have been using plants to alter consciousness for centuries, and humans have been drinking caffeine for as long as we've been able to heat water. Now, you jump to a few decades ago, the entire conscious world was living on Adderall, or steroids, or modafinil. 
nootropics and an endless HEA list of other barely legal designer drugs. Then with advancements of nootropic stacks and AI chip implants, we were able to treat disorders better than ever and boost our abilities in incredible ways. Cochlear implants drastically improved our hearing, corneal implants that allowed us to see in the dark. And then came the brain-computer interface. And nanotechnology gave us thoughtware. We started to become cyborgs, a superhuman. We could think faster and run farther than humans ever had. But none of the drugs of the past compared to Max Fuller's concoctions. And by the time Max made that keynote speech, Nexcorp had already been courted by Adria, as well as the governments of China and India. Only at this point, none of these clients, none of these investors had any idea how far along in the process Nexcorp was. Except his own team and... Well, me. Dr. Fuller. You must be Jack. And it's Mr. Not Doctor. My father was Dr. Fuller. <laughs> this right. is from the first time I met him. I was interviewing for a position at his company, Nexcorp. And she's not one to ever be impressed. Oh, good. Um, I worked hard on it. <laughs> yes. So, you're from London originally. When did you make the jump over to the Bay? We moved to Irvine first, and my mum was with Viridian then. A position opened up in sunny California, and a week later we were on a plane. And that's how the journey began. Master's in computational was... neuroscience from UCSF. Background in signal processing and thoughtware. And you were with Stabino Klein. Yes, three years. Ooh, which product lines were you on? So for the first year, I worked on the Neurosil headset. That was a big one. Yeah, and it was their best performing product. So I've read. And I was on the research team for the Natalis X, which, um, that was crazy, but the, though I left before it went to market. What, what made you leave? Honestly, everything was moving too slow. Well, yeah, that, that's the entire business, isn't it? You, you have a thousand hoops to jump through before you even move to animal testing, and then more before you even get to your first no, human no, trial. I don't mean that. I mean, I don't think anyone that I was working with was forward-thinking. You know? No? I mean, it was all about the bottom line. I mean, it, I get it. They have a mandate to their shareholders to make money, but I also believe corporations have a responsibility to their community. Go on. Well, look, they aren't really trying to help people. I mean, they're not in the business of helping quadriplegics operate wheelchairs with their brains. I mean, come on. See, that's what my thesis was based on. I, I wrote this whole yes, theory. Yes, I know. Wait, what? Your thesis, I, I read it, so I, I know what you're talking about. Yes, well, I, I look, did I lied about your resume because I didn't want you to be nervous. I mean, you're qualified, sure, but frankly, I have interns here with more impressive resumes. Oh. So I wanted to hear you out. Can you build on it a bit for me? Build on it? Your thesis. Oh, um, yeah, I, I, absolutely, uh, sure. So the the first processing shift away from CPUs was neural networks, um, right? So, and even though the code and computers try new ways to mirror human cognitive function, the goal never changed. See, we still wanted to turn machines into humans instead of having humans become more like machines. I'm, I'm going to stop right there. I'm sorry, Jack. I'm not looking for a history lesson. I'm looking for new ideas. Me too, and frankly, that's why I want to work here. With you, Mr. Fuller. And I do appreciate that, Jack. I really do. Thank you. But unfortunately, that's not enough. I like where your head is at, thinking outside of the box. But from what I can tell, 
you've been dragging this thesis around with you for a few years now, and it might make for an impressive conversation at a dinner party, but I need people with new ideas. People motivated by something greater than you. My mother. I'm sorry? It's... Shit. Hey, hang on. I'm sorry, Mr. Fuller. I, sh I should have been up front. The reason I want... The reason I have to be here at Next Corp is my mother. She's dying. And her mind is going. They can't figure out. And I, I don't know. I didn't expect you to be able to do anything, okay? I, I, but I thought, I'm just so dumb. I, ju I, ju I just thought that maybe... Maybe what? I don't, I don't even know now. I don't even know what I was even looking for or, or why the hell you would give half a shit. But you, sir, you are light years ahead of others, Mr. Fuller. I'm, okay. And I do have ideas. I do, for, for days. And, and, and I am motivated, but I understand your hesitation and, and thank you for your time. And, and it means a Wait. lot. Shut the door. This was all bullshit, of course. My mother is alive and well and living in a three-bedroom split-level ranch in Arizona. I did feel guilty about using that, I did, but how the hell else do you get into a place like this? The science behind what Max is doing is so complex as to be mind-bending. My background only took me so far. And like Max said, I was qualified, but so what? And honestly, there was no amount of preparation I could have done here. So I did what I had to do. I took a different track. I'm nothing if not resourceful. I did enough research to assume Max had a soft spot, a vulnerability. Yeah, if you don't know Max, you've probably at least heard of his father, Dr. Walter Fuller. His groundbreaking research into the link between Alzheimer's disease and sleep deprivation earned him worldwide fame and a Nobel Prize in medicine. A powerful man, big shoes to fill. Within our plan is a step-by-step -step process with which we hope to tackle the effects of the disease and dramatically improve the quality of life of its sufferers. And eventually, with grit and determination, turn the tide on this illness and win the war against Alzheimer's once and for all. He wasn't blowing smoke. You may know the names of some of the life-saving treatments that resulted from Walter Fuller's research. Hell, you probably know one of the five million people affected each year by the disease. And he won the prize when he changed the delivery system. Dr. Walter Fuller is the recipient of this year's Nobel Prize for outstanding discovery in the field of life sciences, physiology, and medicine. The annual award was presented today to Dr. Fuller for uncovering the link between dementia and sleep deprivation and the development of thoughtware, which uses nanotechnology to regulate hormone levels in the human brain. The nanites, as we call them, act as a bridge between regions of our brain and help regulate serotonin, melatonin, and dopamine levels. So the technology really has implications for treating a variety of diseases, including depression, Parkinson's, dementia, Alzheimer's. What you may not know about Walter is the tragic and ironic turn his life took. And welcome to World News Tonight. I'm Jane Coleman. We begin tonight with devastating news from the medical community. Neuroscientist and Nobel laureate Walter Fuller has passed away, sadly, after a long battle with the very disease he worked so hard to eradicate. The guy died of Alzheimer's. Walter Fuller, for all of his brilliance and determination for all the lives he saved with his innovations. Walter Fuller's personal life was a disaster. A story of loss, of lifelong despair, of taking all of his pain 
and channeling it into his research. He was survived by his only living relative, his son, Max Fuller. Want some ice? No ice. It's strong stuff here. I can take it. <laughs> That British blood, I guess. I captured this weeks after getting my foot in the door at Next Corp. I had earned Max Fuller's trust, and I had every office mic'd. Mum took me out to Arizona. Dad was long gone by then. At the time, I wasn't sure why he confided in me, but I can see now that he was desperate. He needed an ally. Do you have any siblings? And a friend. No. You? It was a vulnerability I was happy to exploit. Just the one. What does he do? He's dead. I'm sorry, that didn't mean to. No, 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 no. It's okay. It was a long time ago. Long, long time ago. Were you close? I mean, identical twins. So yeah, <laughs> but uh, it was complicated. Mm. It's always complicated, though. What was he like? If that's not too forward. It's okay. Um, <sighs> Benjamin, he was, he was a kind of bully. Ben detested fear. If you were afraid of something, he'd, he'd get in your head, pick on you, work on you until you gave in. Especially when it came to a game of chicken. What? The day my brother died. It was winter and it was way too late to go out. Dad said no to walking out on the ice. And Ben had to prove him wrong. And so we went out. Three steps at a time. He takes three. I take three. Just like that. At one point, I saw that we were too far from the shore. Come on, Ben. If we fell through, we wouldn't be able to touch the bottom. And I remember looking at that shoreline, snow melting on the bank, air freezing in my lungs. And there was a sound. A small explosion. I thought maybe a tree branch had cracked off. And that was just my mind protecting me from what really happened. When I turned back around, Ben was gone. One second he's on the ice, and then there's just a dark hole and a crack running underneath my feet. Cheers, anyway. I really did assume Max was just softening on me. Let me, let me tap you up. Laying down his guard. But in retrospect, I can't help but wonder if he was tipping me off to something. Bright and driven, strong-willed and stubborn. But there was still a quiet and timid boy inside. There was still this broken kid who had survived the ice that day. Now, maybe in a way he was paying homage to his brother, drowned so long ago in the frigid Midwestern lake. Or, you know, maybe he was trying to prove himself, proving his own significance. 
Yeah, first to his father, who apparently never got over the loss and maybe blamed his surviving son for what had happened out on the frozen lake that day. And in second, to himself. Either way, it drove Max to be the man he is today, a fast-talking genius, a visionary, for sure. Wait. Shut the door. Again, this is from my initial job interview with Max, right after I lied to him about my mother suffering from the same disease that killed his father, so he would hire me. Just wait, sit. sit. How long? How long has she been sick? How long has she have left? Months, probably. She's been far gone for a while. <sighs> Just so we're clear, you know I can't save her, right? I know. I mean, whatever she's sick with, if the doctors don't know, then I, I don't know either. I know. And I'm sorry about that, I really am. Thank you. I know how it feels. I know how it feels to see something that was once so vital just drain away. When my father got sick, it was like watching his entire essence just dissipate. My mom is the same. She used to have this love. <laughs> So funny. Look, I know you can't help her. That's not why I'm here. Why are you here? Because I don't want this to happen to anyone else. <laughs> well, we don't need another intern, but well, with your skill set, there is a lot you can do. We've got a massive meeting coming up for potential clients and investors. Okay. And I'm going to be busy on the product, but I'm also the face of this company. It's, um, it's, it's very hard being two people at once. I'd imagine. So maybe you can shadow me, be like my body man, help me bridge the gaps between departments. Uh, go for Well, more like a, like a hawk, I'd say. I, I need okay. someone with a 30,000 foot view from all sides. I mean, you're a structural man. Good with systems, you can help with everything from logistics and cost analysis to helping me with my personal schedule. I, I can do that. And you're not above making coffee? I make a very banging coffee. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> I, I'm, um, I'm, I'm taking a chance here. I, I know and I understand that. I, I won't fuck this up, I swear. But this means a lot, Mr. Fuller. You can call me Max. Max in. Well, I guess we better send you back down to fill out some paperwork, huh? Okay. That sounds great. Oh, and hey, uh, Jack. Yeah. We're dealing with some sensitive shit here, and I have to be able to trust the people around me. The truth is that I'm going to need another set of eyes around here. Sometimes I'm so blinded by the work, I get a little lost. Could really use a, a designated driver, so to speak. So, we need to trust each other with the truth, even if it's a little uncomfortable. Agreed? Agreed. Max has a 
side to him, a certain softness to him, a, a kindness. When I brought up my mother's illness, his eyes watered. <laughs> he, he took it so hard, even I almost believed my story. But again, my mother is alive and healthy. And whereas the reason I gave for pursuing this job weren't technically on the level, there was a touch of truth. Now, Max is reckless. During human trials, under his watchful eyes, something happened. His subjects walked away changed, damaged. Three of his subjects committed suicide. At least that was the official cause of death. One of them... One of them was my brother. Michael. And so I'm heading to find Max. Jenna, tell me the last mile marker we passed. Mile marker, 189. Speed up, please. Max Fuller created a series of miracles in these labs, but these mind apps come with a steep price. And from what I've seen, that steep price will demand to be paid again and again with anyone who uses them. Max Fuller must be stopped. And I'm the man who will stop him. Monsters, starring John Boyega as Jack Locke, Darren Chris as Max Fuller, Marley Shelton as Cass Berkeley, Clark Gregg as Walter Fuller, Sa Ngalja as David Truesdale, Nicholas Tukoski as Finn Connolly, Claire Bronson as Dr. Abby Reynolds, David Chen as Michael Corbin, Suhaila Elatar as Jenna, Victor Rivera as Eddie Bender, Robert Pralgo as Agent Beatty, Steve Coulter as Senator Berkeley, Rhoda Griffiths as Rainey Webb, with additional performances by Helen Abel, Jason Williams, Michael Anthony, Robin Bloodworth, and Teresa Davis. Our first assistant director is Michael Monty. Our second assistant director is Sarah Klein. Sound and music by Ben Lovett. Additional sound design and editing by Benjamin Balcom, Justin Rabowski, and Mike Regan. Casting by Jessica Fox Thigpen. Our executive producers are Scott Sheldon, Shelby Thomas, Alexander Williams, and Matthew Frederick. Written by Dan Bush and Nicholas Tukoski. Created by Dan Bush and Connell Byrne. Directed by Dan Bush. Produced by Bo Flynn, Dan Bush, and John Boyega. Tomorrow's Monsters is a production of iHeartRadio, Flynn Picture Company, Psychopia Pictures, and Upper Room Productions. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results, like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom. Grand Canyon University's RN to BSN online degree program makes earning your bachelor's in nursing possible. Balance online coursework with local in-person clinicals to position yourself for potential leadership opportunities in the time you have from wherever you are, leaving room for what matters. Achieve your goals with your personalized plan and team behind you. 
Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins. And this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.